welcome to the Overflow Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this encourages you and inspires you to grow in your faith with God and help you move forward in life. Here is today's message. Hey guys, welcome to Overflow's first video. We are jumping right into our first series for the month of October, which we will be calling In The Overflow. Um, so my name is Asi. And I'm Augustina. And we are both leaders of the Overflow ministry. And today we will be having a discussion about our perceptions of prayer and how and what prayer looks like in our life. So sis, are you able to share a bit about some of the perceptions you had before becoming um, what we call like this full-time Christian? Okay, so my perception of prayer um, before I became a Christian was that it was just routine. It was something that we practiced in my family, um, you know, before we say, uh, sorry, before we eat, we'd say grace. Mm. Um, When we go to special occasions, so we'd go to a wedding or a funeral or um, in our culture, like a hair cutting, you'd always see an elder um, pray and it was just normal. It wasn't anything else to me. So my perception of prayer was just that it was routine. It was something we did, but I didn't truly know the weight or the value of it. So um, obviously that's kind of different now um, in my life, Um, but that's what it looked like for me growing up, um, growing up in a non-Christian home. So um, we practiced that, but I didn't truly know the weight of it. Mm. So yeah. So what did that look like for you uh, growing up um, in your household? So I guess some of the perceptions I had of prayer um, was that prayer had to be long, um, it had to be well articulated, it had to include Bible verses, um, and that, like that that was my main perception of prayer. That's how I saw prayer, so that's how I thought prayer had to be. And then coming from there, um, attending a church and you know now becoming a full time Christian sort of thing you know, you, you're now introduced to tongues and you're introduced to people walking around and praying at the same time. You used to um, introduce the people, you know, holding their hands up while they're praying. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, you know, I had to shift my mind on the on my other perception of the, you know, the prayers. And then when it came to this new thing, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a whole new language mm-hmm. that I had to relearn. And in some ways I felt like I wasn't able to do what, other people did when it came yeah. to prayer yeah. um yeah for many other reasons mm-hmm. but yeah and I, I just have to say to that also like um it felt like a culture shock okay hey, in some sense because Literally. it was so unfamiliar yeah. to what we're used to seeing in our own household and so and we, culture that's right and so we go into a new space where we see mm-hmm. other christians um seeking god in a whole new way that was so yeah. unfamiliar it was kind of scary to be honest and to me i was like oh my gosh uh, what is this? <laughs> to be honest, like, what is this? Because at, at, the, at that stage, I was still trying to figure out who I was in Christ. Yeah. I still was trying to figure out the power of prayer and the purpose of prayer. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand where you're coming from in the sense that it was a, a whole different perspective. Yeah, it was, it was like you said, it was like a culture shock and like yeah. you're the foreigner. Totally. And I'm like, what the heck? Especially when people um, started, my main thing was when people were walking and praying. Because mm. I was so used in my culture, you sit still, you stand, you stand yeah. still. Yeah, but yeah, anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so what does, so you know, you, you had these perceptions of prayer before mm. becoming a full-time Christian. Now you are a full-time Christian. Yeah. How, what does prayer look like in your life now? 
Um, I think with anything, prayer is a journey. Um, And for me, I think the moment I became a Christian, I was still in that um, space where I was a baby Christian, trying to figure out who I am, trying to figure out what is this faith that um, I'm seeking and um, that pursuit of truth. And so through my journey of that, I've begun to um, see and understand the weight of prayer. I've begun to know that if I want to grow and if I want to be all that God has called me to be, I had to seek him through prayer. It was my lifeline. It was my absolute. And so I always I always think about my journey and how much I've grown in my uh, walk with God. Mm-hmm. And I look at, uh, man, God, you're so amazing and powerful and good. But I wouldn't have known that if I didn't go through some crazy stuff, yeah. obviously. And God teaches you through that. And so God reminds us and he teaches us that when you pray, you meet with him. You seek him in that secret place. Mm-hmm. You find refuge and solace in him. And in that time when you um, are seeking him and you feel his presence and you know he is there, you can't help but um, be sensitive to his voice. Yeah. Like, you know, you're talking to him and he is talking to you as well. And so he teaches me and he refines me in that space Mm. so that when I leave that secret place I can't help but see through his eyes what he's called me to do what he's wanting me to do wherever he has placed me and that place would be with my family with my friends with my community with my um my colleagues in my workplace Mm. so that came with time that came with my journey with God and I began to see from what I saw before um the power of prayer I began to see that um, prayer works and that I've seen um, the fruits of that um, through my family through um, just things I go through in life and I think that's um, one of the incredible things about prayer is that no matter where you are in your journey with God whether you're still trying to discover who he is or who you are in Christ mm. that that moment you seek him in prayer when you're too busy comparing yourself to how people are praying you're like wow that looks a bit different I can't pray like that actually God knows your heart he knows where you are um, in your stage and in your walk with him and so if anything he delights in the fact that you want to seek him that you want to get to know him and so I think that for me the power of prayer and spending that time with him allows him to move and shift in ways that you could never ever expect that our flesh can never understand and so I'm thankful that his Holy Spirit helps us to see through his eyes leads us through um, unknown territories and going to unfamiliar spaces and to unlearn a lot of the things that the world has shaped in terms of the way we see truth and what we believe. So that's the, that's the space where prayer allows us to do that. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the seasons I go through, the very dry ones, mm-hmm. the times when I don't know what's happening, but yet prayer allows me to let God be God yeah. in my life, allows me to let him be the one to lead um, in the space where I know I can't really control or do anything. So, um, yeah, I, I can see the change and the shift from how I used to see it. Yeah. Because I never knew who I was praying to. Yeah. I just prayed and said, Amen, like with my family. But it was just routine. That's what it was. And I like drawing on from what you said about being, um, you know, being placed wherever you are. That is our idea of in the overflow. Totally. That is your overflow. That's right. And even, you know, despite knowing what God's called you to do, you can't expect to just get there without Mm. praying, without doing the work. It doesn't work like that. And Mm. I think now that we know prayer and, you know, we've made it a foundation and it's a priority and we know that 
uh, not not even just getting to where he's called us to do, but breakthroughs, totally. um, miracles, miracles, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. It comes in prayer, and that's where we need to go. We need to, you know, go to our safe place or what yeah. a safe haven, secret place our secret place. Yeah. We need to go to that place and meet him in there. But also, like you said, we have to surrender our desires, totally. our wants, our needs for him to, you know, just literally do what he wants and for us to be okay with that, to accept that. And I guess yes. that's where we find it in prayer. That's where we find solace. Um, and um, just to add to that, and and because we are a testament to that, yeah. we're a testament to the power of prayer and practicing it in our lives. And, mm. and we know that because when we continue to remain in the vine, he continues to not only transform ourselves and renew our minds and stir our hearts, but he also transforms the lives of the people who are placed around yeah. us, the community. He sees our heart and um, he responds and he honors that. He honors his children who want to seek him in that space, who want to, who crave what he craves, who want to um, be obedient and um, keep in alignment with his will mm. you know and that's that's what comes with faith and this radical thing we do in our life so we wouldn't truly um, sit here today and um, talk about the power of prayer if we didn't see it in our lives no, if we didn't see the radical transformation yeah. that has happened and you know this is only the beginning right mm. like we can say four years ago step back and look at how much our journey has transformed yeah. and moved because we know the power of prayer because we know the resurrection power that lives within us mm -hmm. because we know that god moves when we seek him through prayer and we know that prayer is our lifeline is our time to spend with him mm -hmm. we would never have um that moment to spend with him if we didn't have that access to heaven through yeah. prayer. and that's what i love that's what i love for us as christians for his children to spend time with him to not only rest in his presence but also to leave that go out be transformed and refined by his word by his his voice and to know that it's his voice that is shaping us his voice is leading us or else we will just be like everyone else yeah. you know what i mean and so we are set apart and that's what prayer does for us yeah and i think adding on to that another important aspect of um the you know the prayer is that it doesn't matter you know what we've done it doesn't right. matter what we've said it doesn't matter how long our prayers are how short it is god god sees our heart right so i i can say like i can get an a plus and you know s saying a prayer or whatever but it doesn't matter if my heart's not genuine if my heart's not in it, it I, it's a waste of time and i think you know that that's an important um perception i had to I guess sort of unravel because oftentimes when God told me to go left, I went right, mm. you know, yeah. um, and, and it's normal. Like I'm, I'm not perfect and there's no way I'm calling myself a saint, mm. but I think that's just such a real perception that a lot of people, um, you know, I've talked to share, share, yeah. um, and it's just getting, yeah, just getting rid of that mindset and still pushing in into prayer and knowing that I, 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 desire you know my desire is to pray yeah. i want to pray and i'm not gonna let um my muck-ups or the stuff that i did you know whatever um stop me from praying that's so true and that's natural you know yeah. as humans our, flesh. yeah our flesh naturally reminds us or just wants to condemn us yeah. to say you are not worthy to um to seek him through prayer um people go through different things in their life and mm. um we all we always have to be reminded that you know, we do sin. 
it, yeah. it happens. Yeah. But yeah, we have the grace of God to, exactly. um, to remind us and to cover us and mm-hmm. to say, you know, you are still worthy no matter what you've gone through and that God still wants to spend time with you. God wants to wants you to know who he is yeah. and his purpose for your life. So I think um, just speaking for myself, I've definitely gone through that journey. I've definitely mm-hmm. had to learn and unlearn a lot of things that the world has shaped in terms of um, how I thought about myself, how I saw people, how I perceived um, just life in general. So God transforms the way you think when you spend time with him, when you dwell in his presence in prayer. Um, And that's what um, I love about prayer is that we like have our own journey with God and he knows where you are right now. He knows the stage you're at. And so we always have to remember that no matter where you are in your walk with God, he will always be there for you, yeah. Like, no matter what. And so I think that's um, amazing that we learn that through our walk, yeah. even though we're stuck in those dry seasons, and yet he still bears fruit. Mm-hmm. Fruit comes out of dry seasons. Fruit comes out of the darkest times. And when we go through those valleys, we learn a lot of things. You know, we learn things where we think nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, God, he transforms us, and he teaches us in a space that we're thinking, because we're so tunnel vision, we can sometimes only see what's in front of us. And yet God can see way ahead. And we don't really know that. But yet through prayer, we trust and we believe that, um, God, you will make a way in a space where I don't think there's going to be a way. So, um, yeah, God opens the heavens. <laughs> Sorry, sis. God opens the heavens. Uh, God opens the heavens and he has his hand um, over whatever you're uplifting in prayer. Because you, human flesh, man can never do things that God can do. And so we can put limitations on humans, but yet God is so limitless in his power and he can move things that only he can do and we can't. Yeah, exactly. And people will always let us down. People will always bring up our past, our problems, what we did yesterday when we mucked up. But that's why it's so important to have that safe place and to go into prayer because that's where you'll find your truth, right? That's That's where you'll you'll be authentic. Um, God, you know, our mistakes don't define us. So when we go to him, he sees us for who we really are. We can be vulnerable and not be scared that someone will attack us sort of thing because he's good. When we know that and he's faithful. And also I think another um another thing is that man, when you pray and you know you're inviting the Holy Spirit into your situation or you're just praying with him, that it doesn't have to be in church. Yeah. That you can literally what work, driving in the car at home, you can have that encounter in prayer. It doesn't have to be only on a Sunday or at a prayer meeting. Like, yeah. It's accessible. Oh accessible. Anywhere, anywhere. That's right. Okay, sweet. So you've shared a bit about what prayer looks like in your life. Um, Are you able to share some of the struggles you have of keeping prayer a priority in your life? Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing for me is, um, I don't like the word, but, you know, I can easily get so busy that I can easily forget um, or I could be so distracted by the things of life and not spend that time with God. And so I have struggled with that. Um, throughout my walk with God but at the same time I've learned what comes from that when I don't actually spend that time with him I could easily become resentful I could easily have a negative perspective on life and on things that I'm dealing with especially with unforeseen circumstances and um, I always think about how am I going to handle this and so it becomes how am I going to handle this as opposed to um, God you've got this you've handled this I know I can put my trust in you and so I've learned through my journey 
what how that has had an effect on my life and how that has had an effect on my family as well as the people who I continuously interact with um, but what would you say that would look like for you what are those struggles that you've had to deal with I think a everyday one that we all have is distraction um, and then the second one is praying uh, you know, praying for your breakthrough or praying for a situation or a person mm. and not seeing the fruit of it yet, yeah. right? And, you know, like I said um, before, you know, some prayers I've had for years and I've seen nothing mm. of it, right? But, and it's so hard when you see other people's breakthrough happen right in front of you and yeah. it's almost like some of them are instant only because we know, you know, certain people's yeah. situation and you're just like, what the heck? Yeah. So, um that, that that's a struggle and then another struggle is going into prayer and um surrendering yeah. like surrender yeah. um i find that a a uh you know a constant struggle especially when it comes to situations for, from my family mm. um and my instant family because you know for me um i want to take their struggle i want to fix everything you know sort of thing but i've learned that man god can look after them so much better than i can or um you know my uni work i i, I try the most but god can do you know god can take care of things way better than i can so it's just going into prayer and then just surrendering my desires and all that i want for myself and my family my friends and my life group all that stuff and not only just being okay with it and hearing, you know, hearing what he wants to say to me, but accepting it. Yeah. So I think that's a hard struggle, especially yeah. when you want something and God's like, no. Yeah. You know, when you hear him clearly in prayer, right? So, yeah. So moving on from struggles, <laughs> the struggle is real. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so what disciplines have you implemented now in your life um, to keep prayer a priority? I think biggest thing for me is because first and foremost, I know the power of prayer, right? Yeah. So I know what I need to do in order to sustain it in my life. Yeah. Right. So first thing I do is for myself is um, I spend time with God. I open up um, his word and I just, I always um, pray for him um, to meet with me. I pray for the Holy Spirit to lead me as I read his word because um, I will never fully be transformed if I didn't spend that time with him. And so one was also being intentional with the people I surround myself with. Yeah. So being around um, like-minded Christians, um, being part of my own life group. As much as I lead a life group, I also need to be filled and refreshed. Yeah. And so that I can go out and I can overflow. Yeah. Um, and it was also um, going to church or being part of um, our prayer meetings. Mm. That's the way I learned how to pray. Yeah, literally. To be honest, yeah. I went on a Thursday night at church. That's how I prayed. And yeah. at first, it was a huge culture shock, right? Yeah. But I had to discover that for myself. What does it actually look like for me yeah. and my relationship with God? So it may not have been extremely extravagant or ways that I thought were so crazy, but it's not crazy, just saying. Um, but for me, it was like, okay, I need to know what that means in my life. So um, it was spending time with him in the mornings, nights, even yeah. during the day, just praying or just talking to him, say, hey, God, thanks for getting me to work safely. Yeah. God, thanks for looking after my family. God, thank you for um, um, a new member of my family. Yeah. You know, that's the stuff that I'm thankful for. And so I give back um, to God and I thank him for it. So, yeah, that's what it looks like at the moment for yeah. me. No, um, but what good. about you? Like, what does that look like for you? I think it's 
despite my emotions, despite how I'm feeling, how busy I am, whatever I've got going on, I pray. Mm. It's become a daily thing, but you know, before it was a weekly, monthly sort of thing, a Sunday thing. But now I'm like, no, like this is a priority. And if I don't have my foundation right, if I don't, you know, spend time with him and actually be present in that moment, like it's weird. Like, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound weird or cliche, but you literally see your day and your mindset fall apart like slowly like it crumbles in front of you and it's because I have no um oh just comes down to not spending time with them and no clarity yeah no clarity and then in some ways you feel like wait so what's my purpose today because I didn't just wake up just to live and do the same old thing Mm. yeah so not not finding that and then um (laughs) like it's obviously become a discipline to pray, right? Because mm-hmm. like you said, we, we've seen the power of it. We know what it's like. and um, But if I don't find myself praying, I'm laughing because I'm laughing at myself. Mm-hmm. If I don't find myself praying and being intentional in my prayer, mm-hmm. I find myself reverting back to my old ways. Yeah. And with that brings no room for God to move in my situation, in my family, whatever right. it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I've and I often feel like when I don't pray, even though I know I should pray, mm. I'm like it's because I'm either angry at God, yeah. or I'm like oh no God like I got this yeah like but I know I know I don't yeah. but I think it's just like just a flesh thing yeah but um yeah, but you know despite all that um that's why this is so cool it's crazy because it's. It, my mindset kind of contradicts itself in that way right because i'm like nah cool like i got this like god like you know be angry at him whatever but then you know on the other side of that my wins and my losses i go straight to prayer to thank god Mm. you know even if i lost something whatever it is or trial or a tough time we're going through I'm like, okay, God, like you got me in the situation for a reason, whether it's to um, benefit me or somebody else, there's a bigger purpose than it, right? So it's so weird how my mind works, yeah, yeah. but that's how, yeah. And also just to add to that, um, as I was saying before, um, to be intentional with the people you surround yourself with, yeah. right? Because sometimes we can be in those seasons where we don't want to seek God through prayer, or sometimes we're just too tired, or when we pray to God, we are easily distracted. Mm-hmm. So we're not constantly, every day, denying ourselves our desires and picking up the cross. Sometimes we're picking up our own desires and, and, and leading that in yeah. our life. And so when we are in a space that we can seek God through prayer, we have our Christian friends who can pray for us or who can remind us or who can hold us accountable in that space because that's why it's so important that we have um, friends who are also seeking God or who are also walking alongside you in that space or us we will never have people who can say hey like look what's going on here or to check us or else we're just going to keep assuming that what we're doing right now is fine is okay so um I definitely believe that friendships and the people you surround yourself with will um influence the way in which you grow in your yes. walk with God will influence the your perspective on prayer and what that looks like in your life so that's what I reckon like in terms of like who we surround ourselves with and how that influences yeah. um, our prayer life as well yeah and like you said you know with what you just said sis but I also think um it, it, in some ways it, it becomes an excuse mm. because you, like I said before prayer doesn't have to be 10 five minutes it can be one sentence and it, that, I think that's where the discipline has to come in. And it's like, 
man, I feel this way, but I don't care. I'm still going to pray. Mm. Um, you know, we, we say, oh, we're too busy or, or I don't feel like it. Yeah, we still go on social media and scroll for hours. Yeah. Yet I can go watch TV for hours. Like, uh, yeah, I think it just becomes an excuse. Yeah. And this is why discipline and being around good friends is important. Yeah. And also with that and saying that, bruh, you don't have to talk when you pray. Mm. You know, your tears can be enough. Your yeah. silence is enough. As yeah. Like going back to the heart thing, as long as that's genuine and it's in the right place, mm. you don't have to sound like, I don't know. Yeah. So articulate and all that stuff. Yeah. All right, cool. Sis, thanks for sharing um, a bit about your prayer journey. So what's one thing that you want people to take from this conversation? Um, one thing I want you to take is that um, prayer is powerful. Yeah. Prayer is your lifeline to um, spend time with God. Prayer is accessible wherever you are, yeah. um, whether that's in your bedroom alone, whether that's with your family, mm-hmm. your friends, or your workplace. God wants to spend time with you, and you can do that through prayer. Yeah. Um, Sis, what's one mm-hmm. thing that you want to share and leave for our audience? Um, that prayer works and that it doesn't matter what you've done, what you've said, what you've done in your past, how short your prayer is, how long it is, uh, whether you're articulate or whether you fall bow, you muck up, it doesn't matter. Like you can pray, you are worthy of praying. And literally prayer is just a conversation with God. That's all it is. It's not all this lights and, you know, stage stuff. It's just a conversation. And if you're genuine and if your heart is in the right place, God will meet you in that moment. God will meet you in prayer. So high five. High five. Trust us. We did the first video of Overflow. Okay, thank you so much for watching our first video. Um, This video will also be a podcast and the link will be in the bio. To stay updated with our Overflow ministry, follow us on Instagram, Overflow4418. Sis, thank you so much for coming in. (laughs) Yeah, so stay updated, click the notification button and we'll see you guys later.